It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady, and we've got a lot, I mean a lot of ground to uh, cover. I guess uh, I didn't realize how many makeup games there were (laughs) over the past two days because we originally thought this was going to be a lighter show, and this is one of the most packed shows we've had, and especially because, like, Half the games didn't go the way we thought it would. Yeah, that's the the thing about it is it, it's been a very interesting uh, couple of uh, nights here, and especially the, a lot of the scores last night were like uh, as I was looking at them and putting them in, I was going like, "Wow, that happened! Wow, that happened!" Some no. good, some not so good. Yeah. So uh, we'll get to all of it though, because uh, as we say, it's going to be a busy show, and we'll uh, we'll do the gentlemen first, and then we'll get into the uh, ladies' games in our second segment. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. 
Quality Computer Solutions is an all-inclusive IT managed services provider for large, medium, and small businesses. Let QCS become your business's IT help desk supporting desktops, laptops, phone systems, servers, backups, security, and more. You manage your business, we help you manage your technology. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides staff augmentation to help guide you through enterprise-level projects. Are you concerned about security? Is all of your data properly backed up and protected from cyber attacks and ransomware? Call Quality Computer Solutions at 888-956-6066 for a free on-site security assessment. 888-956-6066. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, not a lot for the boys on Monday night, but uh, just some scores for you. Utica Ford beat Anchor Bay 53-41. Lincoln over New Haven 52-41. to uh, That's a lower scoring game than I expect when those two teams get together. Yeah, um, that was, I mean, the result was about what I expected, but the fact that there was only 93 combined points is a bit, I thought 93 would be the winning score. Yeah. Uh, Sandusky beat Peck uh, 39-35. Uh, Brandon Bender led the way uh, for the uh, Wolves with 20. Cal Heaton had uh, nine and Cody Cairo eight for Peck and uh, Elkton Pigeon and Bayport all ganged up on Ubley <laughs> to beat him 61 to 45. Hardly seems fair there. All right. Uh, last night, boys hoop. Uh, only one game in the MAC to report, and that was Warren Mott be- beating Marine City 61 47. Uh, again, it, it's just the, the side that you, that you root for. Mott was looking at the game going, oh, here's here's a team we can beat. Right. And Marine City's looking at the game going, oh, here's a team we can finally beat. Uh, and so I'm a little disappointed that it wasn't the Mariners that came out in this game. So Yeah, I thought that was a winnable spot for him. But, I mean, Mott is what in the – in at least the gold. They might be in the blue. Um, but they're, they're higher up than Marine City, and they're a bigger school. But, yeah, I thought that was a spot Marine City could get a win. All right, so we went into uh, boys' BWAC play all jumbled, and after just uh, four games, we think we've got it all figured out. I now. am calling the race. <laughs> it's uh, it's like it's election night. It's 10.30. Everyone can go to bed. I'm calling the race because Yale beating Almont alone doesn't end this, and this was a heck of a game. I mean, uh, Yale wins 73-70, to 70, but Almont uh, – they they showed me that they they are a very dangerous team and I it, you know it's almost a good thing for the BWAC that they're not in that same district because then that would just make it even more unfair. Um, Yale played really really well. Almont played really well. They just had a couple lulls that ended up costing them. I mean Almont hit thirteen threes in the loss. They do like to shoot and they can. They uh they had. What, four from Jason Lane, who came off the bench. They had one from Radoslavic. They had two from each of Chase Davidowski, Manny Goldstein, and Cole Walton. Cam Bordeaux and Jerry Schurig each hit a three as well. So it's not just two guys bombing up threes. That whole team can shoot. But for Yale, and I don't know if it's just because when I go there recently, he has been the best player on the floor. But Jackson Kohler had another star-making performance in another big-time game. Last time, it was when they played Cross-Lex. And that was a huge win for 
Um, Yale, that one kind of kept them in the driver's seat. That was a healthy cross-lex team. Kohler had 30 in that one. He had 31 against Almont, and he spent the third quarter and only scored two points. Wow. So he did most of his damage in just three of the four quarters. He um, he might have some of the most pure handles in the area. Like I feel like when he's not doing something else, he just has a basketball because he is smooth as can be. Um, his his jumper is just pure. Like it is it is a thing of beauty. He hits step back threes that shouldn't be as easy as they are. I mean, he, he can get to the basket. He I feel like he has such a high basketball IQ. And it helps that he's surrounded by some really good players. Connor Jakubiak did not have a good first half, and he ended up with 20 points. He hit three threes in the win. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Ryan Monarch was playing. He only had 13 points on a couple of threes. That's what he does, though. I mean, and that's what those three guys do for them. They score uh, 64 of their 73 points. And the thing was for uh, Monarch, he I don't understand – Every game I see, I know he doesn't have the best game every night, but when you leave him wide open in the corner, he's going to hit the three. And there was a big moment in the second half where he, or in the, in, I think it was in the first half, where Almont was trying to claw back in and he buried a three. Do not leave him open. I don't care if he hasn't scored. If you leave him open, he's going to hit the dagger three and at least once a game someone who's guarding monarch helps over and they kick to him and he buries the three um but but Kohler had a career high 31 like I said and it's just been star making performances from him like he has stepped up in the big time and risen to the occasion for Yale well we knew this was coming and it's going to keep on going for a couple more seasons yeah. He's not done yet, folks. No. Not by a long shot. No, he is um he is just as bit as good, I think, as the other sophomores out there. And he uh I know I know it's a ways away, and Dennis, you'll you'll make fun of me for the projecting, but if we can get a Kohler France regional semifinal matchup between St. Clair and Yale, that that's right up my alley. Yeah, that, that that'll be fun. That's and, right uh, up my alley. You'll hype that to its death. And uh, uh, I'm just saying, whatever the records are out in Yale in basketball for the boys, they're all gonna fall. <laughs> and, unless they're just ridiculous, but yeah, he has been sensational. He has transformed last year from a guy that kind of just ran the offense, was more of a, a playmaker, get the ball to other guys, to now when he needs to score, you can tell he gets the look in his eye and he goes. I'm taking the shot this possession. You guys just get out of my way. And But he does a nice job to where I don't think he – he. I mean, everyone forces it at times. Any volume scorer is going to force it at times. But I feel like he does it less, or at least in the couple games I've seen him, and he knows who to get involved and when. He had a beautiful – it was like a double-clutch bounce pass. He went up on the left side – double-clutched, realized he didn't have a shot, bounced it across the lane, and Ryan Fisher was right there to grab it, right up and in. Um, he was spectacular. My what? My man. Oh, yeah, I, I, you love Fisher. As, <laughs> I mean, he's got, he's got the best hair in the area. <laughs> um, but the win for Yale, and I know the people at Yale will be upset for me saying this, but last night Yale won the BWAC. They are go- there is 
I do not envision a scenario. It's like in Avengers. There's 1,800,000 however many scenarios, and there's one where Yale doesn't come away with even a share of the BWAC title because we can talk about the, the game more. Armada upset MLA City, and with Almont uh, unable to, to knock off Yale, Yale is free and clear, and with their schedule the rest of the way, and Dennis, I know you have it down, yeah. Yale is going to well, at least I, share a BWAC uh, title. Okay, so so Yale won, and all three teams that were chasing them lost. Right. Uh, and so now they have a full two-game lead, and the, their remaining six games, four are against the bottom two teams in the league. Now, could Algonac or Armada beat them? Sure. Theoretically. But are they going to? Do you really think so? Croslex is banged up. That's their, their fifth game, and their sixth game is at Emily City, and if they're winning all these other games, that Emily City game doesn't mean diddly-dinky-do. So here's what basically the way I put it. Like Armada, like Algonac, you're not beating Yale. It would take Yale's worst night and your best night to be in a game with them. So I'm giving them four wins right there. Obviously, you have to go out and play the game. Ask Emily City. But they're winning those four. So even if they lose to Croslex and MLA City, it would take one of Algonac or Armada upsetting them. And then, and only then, would Almont have to run the table. And Dennis, talk about a gauntlet they have. If they run the table, you know what? Maybe they deserve to be in discussion for a BWAC title because their next this th- from yesterday to next week is just brutal for them. Well, I just and again, I just look at this: Emily City and Elmont play back to backs now, right? Thursday, Friday. If you're Yale, you just want to split a, a split, and if you're Yale, all you got to do is get to ten wins to earn a share of the title, right? You're going to go three and three in your last six. Because you're going to go better than that. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just, to me, it is far-fetched that anybody but Yale wins the basketball title in the BWAC. And the it, boys. basically what it came down to is Yale didn't trip over any teams they weren't supposed to yet. I mean, if, again. It can happen. They are made the BWAC. A, right. Armada beat MLA M- City at home. Could Yale beat lose to Armada there? Sure, it, it's possible, but I just don't see a scenario where one Almont runs the table because they still have to play what Croslex twice as well, and even though Croslex is banged up and not where they were they were when they're healthy, they're still going to play hard and not going to be an easy win. So it would require Almont sweeping MLA City and sweeping Croslex, and I believe getting a win over North Branch yep, in there as well. North Branch is there, and, and then the other game is at Algonac. So they would have to beat five teams that, Dennis, I think at worst are all at minimum decent basketball teams. Yeah. So you have to go 5-0 and in that stretch, and Yale would have to lose – to a team that would be the biggest upset of the year. And with MLA City, they've got two with Elmont, two at North Branch, Richmond, and at Yale. So it it's ain't a, it's a tough. It's a tough road uh, for the Spartans. It's a tough road for the Raiders. Um, and now Croslex uh, and uh, Richmond each have four losses. They're, so, I mean, they're out. Uh, I, I think they're done. 
Um, so, the, yeah, the, this to me seems like uh, Yale's going to get there. Richmond made a comeback last night, won at Crosslex 51-46. to And as Brady mentioned, Armada stunned MLA City 59-52. So with those results combined with Yale beating Elmont this time through, how are you going to stop them? You're not. And if you're any of the other BWAC teams not named Elmont, your goal is figure out how to be able to beat them in the district. Because, again, league titles are nice, but we always say if, if you win a district, no one cares you didn't win a league. Yeah. And, by the way, real quick for Almont, man, they got put in a tough district, too, when they got pulled out west. I mean, Notre Dame Prep and Goodrich have had standing appointments with Cross-Lex in the regionals the last four years, and they're lumped into the district with Almont. Well, maybe the maybe the Raiders can, you know, win that district and give us something interesting to look at in the regionals. I actually don't know if they might be on the other side. I think they'd match up with like Warren Lincoln's district perhaps. But um Almont is a team if they're shooting well that week, they can beat anybody. Now the flip side, if they're not shooting well, they can drop a game to just about yeah. anyone. But I will say in a loss I think Almont has proven that they are in because Yale's now number one without a doubt. They're firmly in that second tier of MLA City Croslex. And I think Richmond needs to be put in there too, since they just beat Croslex and they beat Almont twice. They are in that tier. Where they end up in there depends on how they do against a couple games against MLA City and that Croslex. Yeah. Uh, all right, one other BWAC game last night. North Branch took care of business. They took down Elginac 53-38. We just got off the uh, phone with a gentleman who wasn't real happy, Cardinal Mooney. They didn't need this game. They'd already wrapped up their league title the game before, but uh, it's still a rival, and you still want to come out and play hard, and uh, apparently that is not what the Cardinals gave Mike McAndrews. They lose to Royal Oak Shrine last night, 46-35, and he was – Definitely not happy with their no, performance. No, no. I do not envy any uh, Mooney basketball player today. Um, I don't think it will make too much of a difference. I don't think that uh, Parkway Christian can catch Mooney in terms of MPR. But those things do matter. And being a sign of a mature team is being able to bring it consistently. That's the difference between good and great. I mean, we just talked about Almont. On any given night, Almont can play with anybody. But can they do it over a 22-game stretch or in a playoff run? And that it, it was a stinker from Mooney. It was a stinker from Mooney, but they, they won their league outright um, despite the loss. And hopefully that's the wake-up call for Mooney before they get into the Catholic League tournament, which, again, is just two games. Yeah. Um, they, they've shortened it from eight, at least in the lower level, from eight to four and before the district because Oakland Christian is I mean I still think Mooney's the heavy favorite in their district but it's not like in years past where I just put it in stone Mooney to a regional Oakland Christian I think is good enough to to make Mooney respect him I mean they Parkway or excuse me Oakland Christian they beat Liggett this year um I'm looking at other teams they've played not a lot of other uh, similar games. Uh, they beat Kingston by 16, but their boys aren't as good as their girls. No. But Oakland Christian is a team that you can't take lightly, and I can't just go, all right, Mooney wins the district again. I still think they will, 
but it's not a, a completely foregone conclusion like it has been in years past. Yeah. Uh, just a couple other games. Uh, Dryden beat Memphis 63-15, to and Deckerville beat USA 59-53, to and that's all the boys' basketball over the last two nights. And, boy, are we going to get into the girls because um, – I don't even know what the biggest story is over the past two days. <laughs> There's like four different games we could dive headfirst into. Yeah, and uh, we saw a couple of uh, games uh, as well going back at night. So we'll get to all of that next. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. And now, Brady, let's get to girls basketball because over the last two nights, a lot has happened. Yeah, and um, I didn't realize how much was happening, so we'll actually have to take the rest of the show to talk about it. Draft will come soon, but um, <laughs> the uh, let's start with the MAC. So I think that's the best way to break this up is we'll talk about the MAC um, because there's a lot to get our hands into, including Marysville went down to South Lake and lost forty-one thirty-eight on Monday. Which was a tough loss, but right. not the end of the world. No, that wasn't too unexpected. They went on the road, was playing the league leaders, and came up just a bit short. There's no fault in that. I saw that, and I went, dang, that sucks. Because I was hoping they go down and win, then they're in the driver's seat. What did concern me a little bit was losing 46-30 last night to Chippewa Valley. Now, this is the same Chippewa Valley team who beat Southlake last week, and Marysville was on the back end of a back-to-back, but still a 16-point loss at home is a little a little disheartening. Yeah, to me, it's very disheartening. This is a game that I expect Marysville to win, especially in the situation that they're in. Got to have it. It's a team that normally you are better than, and not only does it not happen, but it kind of not happens in a bad way. Yeah, I mean, Avery Wolters got held to seven points in this one, so I'm guessing Chippewa Valley threw the kitchen sink at her and uh, didn't really allow her to do much of anything. Um, Maybe Chippewa Valley improved throughout the year because, I mean, that with wins over South Lake and Marysville in back-to-back weeks, that's not a bad couple of weeks for the Big Reds. Yeah, they were doing whatever they were doing this week. They they need to bottle that because that's a, a winning formula. Because those are two big wins for them. Um, and again, odds are that both those teams didn't have a bad night uh, back-to-back. Right, but that's also possible. I mean, w- with this, Marysville might have just. Had a bad night at right. the wrong time. I mean, maybe a little bit di- hard to get off the mat after losing an emotional game down at South Lake. Um, and again, playing back-to-back games is not necessarily the easiest thing to do. But I don't know. It was the fact that they lost by 16 yeah. was the part that concerned me a bit. Um, l- let's go to Marine City because they clinched the share of the mat gold on Monday and won it outright yesterday. And what by, was the by a combined score of ninety nine to nineteen? Yeah, told you it was going to happen. <laughs> I, I I gave it to them last week, and they didn't disappoint me. Um, yeah, there was no way they were losing either of these games. Uh, Forty eight to six, they beat Lakeshore. So really, Lakeshore, you 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 postponed the the game to make us wait for that. For and then Marine City, they well. They had a much easier opponent on the back end of the two games yeah. in two days, uh, fifty-one to thirteen over Clawson and Marine City. When the dust settles, outright league champs in the gold. Yeah, and with, with an assist from St. Clair. Yes, because St. Clair helped them with that Frazier win. That was huge. And St. Clair finished strong here, folks, in in league play. Uh, they blew out Lakeshore by forty. 61-21 last I night. I think so. they play Clawson like next week. And to, they're going to uh, blow them yeah. up. Yeah, so they're going to be on like a seven-game winning streak or something. 
So that that's like the, the, they've really played strong while uh, down the stretch uh, here, and and this is more like the the St. Clair team that I was expecting, and Marine City all along. You know, when I saw them the first time this year, and again they were playing Hazel Park, so yeah, I knew they were going to win the game, and they were going to win the game big. But when I realized who their starting five was, mm-hmm. I'm like, if they get any bench play at all. This this is going to be a good year for Marine City. So and it, it ended up that that prognostication was correct. Uh, I mean, to to me, and you've seen Jade a couple of times against some opponents that they know her, right? Um, so maybe she didn't explode for twenty. But I've seen her explode this year. I, I've seen her play against uh, Frazier, and I've I've seen her play a couple of other games. Saw her play up in Crosslex against a tough Crosslex team. Jade's a different kind of scorer this year. She gets that look in her eye, and she does, like, on certain possessions, say, okay, I need the ball because we need a basket. Well, Marine City's now 14 and – uh, yeah, 14-3, and three, um, I believe, and they are their only loss is home to Southlake, who is a pretty good win, yep. a pretty good team, and then they lost back-to-back games at Crosslex and home to Frazier, one of which they avenged later on. Yeah, uh, Frazier's Frazier's good, Then that's why that was a nice win when St. Clair uh, got it uh, as well. So um, I, I like this Marine City basketball team, and I like the way this St. Clair basketball team is playing right now. So I like our teams in, in the gold, uh, and I'm glad that at least one of them Won a title. Yes. And on and by the way, the unsung player at Marine City that we hardly ever talk about, Brooke Haslam's having a great year. Yeah. No, she was a real she was big in the win over St. Clair. Um and I think the the other players, the the non Jade or Jade Freeman, Jade Blanchards of the world are going to be the um the important ones if they want to make a deep playoff run. Yeah, and, and they're doing this with Jocelyn Dietland just being good this year instead of great. Right, but when you have five really good players, you don't need to be a, yeah. a superstar every night. Um, which P- Port here on Area School do you want to talk about first because it's both positive? Well, yeah, you know, we, we, we've been going, what's going on with the Lady Redhawks? This is a very uplifting win. Like who are these kids? I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I, I kind of got ready to go. All right, we were too excited about them. Don't know what Port Huron is. All right, I guess we we just got a little overexcited. They beat some teams that were maybe a little smaller than them. Maybe we inspired them. And then they lose a bunch of games, and they go down to Ike and just lay an egg. So what do they follow it up with? A win against Dakota, who won the red. 52-49, baby. I like the 52 number. I, I do, too. And can, more of this. <laughs> more of this. If you play like that, you can be playing deep into March. Yes. Because Dakota's the biggest hurdle you're going to have in your district. And now, I don't think anything that... um. PH can do in in the postseason will surprise me. Lose the first game won't surprise me. Make a run to the regional final won't surprise me. No, 
Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Any night this team can win against anybody, and any night this team can not do as well against anybody. Like, that is that snapped a four-game losing streak. Dakota is not the team you want to play to snap a losing streak no, against. Ge- generally, when you're on a losing streak, you don't want Dakota on the schedule because your losing streak gets longer. Right. So, what? <laughs> and I it, it'll come down to it, but this win is also big. And, and again, I don't know how much stock they put into it or you or people put into it. If they can go beat Lance Cruz North, who is one in fourteen overall, I think that will slip them into the MAC tournament, so they won't be in the consolation bracket. And I think that at least gives you a little bit of a bu- a boost. Like okay. We're back in, and and we qualified for the tournament. Gave yeah, you something to play for, and we're 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 playing with the good teams and not the middle of the pack teams. Right. We're we're we get to prove ourselves against the top teams. Now I don't know. Um, I can check in the girls if it's the same as the boys. Uh, they might have to play Dakota again if they qualify, and that would mean they could play Dakota four times in a season. Yeah. I guess you'll know for sure where you stand. With Ab- absolutely, but um, nothing but praise for the Red Hawks because if there was one team that I think Dennis on Monday, if we said who has to get a big win, I think Port Huron High's girls would have been our choice. Yeah, because that is their biggest win of the year. That might be the biggest win or the most impressive win any team in our area has had this year. Well, I'll tell you what. I needed a smile last night when I saw that score. It put a smile on my face. It really did. And I'm sure the Northern score also put a smile on your face because wouldn't you know it, they got kind of healthy again, and wouldn't you know it, they got a win. Yeah, they, they snapped a long losing streak, beat Lakeview 41-32. Charlotte Eastman knocked down four threes on her way to 16, uh, and Shannon Falco back in the lineup with 11 points. And... Hey, build towards the district. That That's the only goal you have right now in front of you. Now, I do like that win because me- mentally, I think it's different even if you go 1-9 in league play compared to 0-10. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Because going 0 for hurts. But, but you got 1, and now you have the building blocks coming up. They get a game at Romeo at the end of this week. You know what? That's to see if you can get back on the pace you were at the beginning of the year. Because, Dennis, you were all over it. You look at what Northern was doing when they had most of their team at the beginning of the year. They beat PH. They, beat they, they were Lex. playing really well. They were 3-1. and one, And then they lost a couple games, and then they got hurt, and that's when the losing streak started. Yeah. So, and, and we said all along, and it's not an excuse. It's the truth, especially at High school level. If your best players are hurt, don't expect to win. Right. And you're not realistic and you're not you're living in a fantasy if if you think that you're you're gonna win games when, when you're like your four best players aren't playing. Right. When you have already I mean, or, or three of your four Northern best doesn't have a ton of depth. They don't dress thirteen girls. Yeah, no. So you lose three and even if you lost three bench players that would hurt. But losing three starters hurt them. They come back. They get a win over a Lakeview team that had been struggling. And I was happy for our two Port Huron teams because 
that was those were good surprises in the MAC. I was very pleased with both, um, especially the Port here on high win. Yeah, man, that's that puts a little <sighs> bit of kick in your step again when we talk about the Lady like, Red. Hawks. I think at minimum. Now, no matter what they do the rest of the season, maybe they bomb out and lose to Lons Cruz North. At least this tells me on any given night they can go toe-to-toe with anyone in their district. So I can't just write them off. I was kind of getting close to writing them <laughs> off for the district. I was getting really concerned with I, that. I, I will say this. I, I was nervous, and I was actually nervous before you got nervous. Mm-hmm. I was probably – Nervous a game before you you started to go. Okay, now I'm a little nervous. Right, but in out pulling us up and down roller coaster of a season. <laughs> I don't like roller coasters, kids. Well, I would rather you have your your bad stretch in January than in March. Yes, that that's when your valley needs to be is when the games mean like league games. Hey, you don't win the league, that's fine. PH wins a district. I don't care if they finished fourth or fifth in the red if they win their district. All right. Uh, these last two max scores are from last night. Ford beat Anchor Bay 52-40. And uh, New Haven, who Brady still doesn't respect, 54, <laughs> Hazel Park 18. And we New were Haven's lo- like 20 and 2. We were looking at it. <laughs> and New Haven like would have to win one tough game, and they could win like a regional. They, they, Good for them. I know. Good for, Good them. for them. I'm not going to begrudge them, um, but I still don't have to respect the bronze. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I should say that. It's not New Haven. You don't like. You just don't think the bronze is right. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be mad at them for curb stomping every team in front of them. We're not worthy. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk some uh, ladies basketball from uh, the the BWAC now. Uh, or do you want to take a break first? Let's take we'll a break because I think. Um, I think I'm really going to dive into this Armada-Yale game. Armada sent a message. Um, this Maybe it's just when I'm there, I've seen like their three best games. Armada flexed their muscle. It was a 17-point game that might as well have been a 37-point game. Okay, well, well, we'll get into that next. I have to say that when I saw the, the halftime score actually mm-hmm. blew my mind. And then the, the final score didn't blow my mind after I had seen the halftime score. <laughs> Upgrade your business with Quality Computer Solutions, your all-in-one IT managed services provider. QCS becomes your IT help desk managing desktops, laptops, servers, phone systems, and more. You manage your business. We handle your technology seamlessly. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides expert staff augmentation for enterprise-level projects. Worried about security? Ensure your data safety with QCS. Call now for a free on-site security assessment or visit us at our website at qcsph.com. Again, that's qcsph.com. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. 
This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and uh, let's get into uh, the uh, BWAC girls basketball over the last two nights. Uh, And, again, we touted this one as a big showdown, and it was a big performance, but only by one team. This was a round one knockout. Um, Armada beat Yale 40-23, to and it wasn't that close. Um, Armada showed that I think they are now definitively the best team in the BWAC. However, I mean, the race is still wide open there. I'm not calling it like I did for the Yale boys because they still have to go to Yale. They have to go to Croslex, I think, Thursday this week. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow. And those teams at home, they're good teams right. on the road. They're great teams at home. Right. Um, so Armada very well could lose. However, I would contend with if every team is on their A game, you're not beating Armada. No one in the BWAC is beating Armada if they're playing their best. Uh, this game started off, defense was leading the day. Uh, the first quarter ended with, I believe it was a Claire Sneezak layup to make it 11 to 4. All right, you know, Armada got out to a hot start, 11 4. It's a seven point game. I think Yale's been down seven points before this season. They can figure it out. The problem was they didn't score their next point and when there was a, until there was about six minutes left to go in the third quarter. 
And I can guarantee you Yale has not had a stretch like that this season. They were shut out for probably 11, 12 minutes. And that includes Sadie Dykstra, who Armada had a great game plan for. Granted, there were a few shots where she had rotten luck. It looked like it was a, a video game just said, nope, not going in. It would roll around, and you're like, oh, that's going to fall. Sadie makes that shot. Nope, fell out. So a little bit of bad luck, but it wouldn't have mattered. Armada outscored Yale 12-0 in the second quarter to make it 23-4. to Here was the impressive part. Everyone that stepped on the floor for Armada made a big contribution, and not all of them scored. Um, the final score, like I mentioned, ended up being 40-23. to 23. I mean, after that point, Armada just had to not trip over themselves. Um, they gave up seven points in the third and then 12 po- meaningless points in the fourth that even if they didn't score, they still win the game. Uh, Sneezak had 11, but another player that every time I've seen them plays well, Ricosa. The freshman off the bench gave Armada 11, and she's playing with more confidence and more attitude like she knows she's a good player and she's scoring. But two players that did not score that I thought had tremendous games defensively, Brooklyn Coon and Ava Baltira, both did a great job keeping Sadie Dykstra in front of her. They are both athletic, and it was kind of similar to the St. Clair Northern boys game where it didn't really matter who switched on to Braylon France and it didn't really matter who switched on to Sadie Dykstra. This Armada team is so quick that it kept her in front and she couldn't get the clear open lanes to the basket and those two were sensational. Add in Sydney Upton, hits three threes just when when uh just to give an extra shot in the arm just to Throw another clump of dirt over Yale in that game. And Armada just took it to Yale. It was a round one Mike Tyson knockout. <laughs> and Armada showed that how good they can be. You know who Armada reminded me of uh, the other night? Marysville the last couple of years. Where, yeah, they might have a go-to player like a Caitlin Kane was their go-to. I think Claire Sneezak is probably their go-to scorer, but they have four or five girls out there at any one time that can do any that can score or they take turns um, flying around defensively. Ashlyn Upton might be the defensive player of the year. In the you know, area. I was going to say you're, you're doing all this talk, and there's one name you haven't mentioned, so that's how I know our mate is good. Their best player isn't getting credit for doing anything, so I'm glad you brought her up because I think she's their best player. I think she is, again, not having seen everyone a ton. She might be the best defensive player in the area. Jade Blanchard's probably in that conversation as well, um, even though we think of her more of an as an offensive player. But Ashlyn Upton was tremendous for Armada. That was as good good of a game. Everyone down to their manager had a good night <laughs> against Yale and Armada flex some muscle and I won't even go I won't just say they're the favorite in the BWAC. They are now the favorite in that district that includes Croslex, Yale, Marysville, St. Clair. That is how I've seen them 3 times. They beat Romeo second in the white. They're 12 and 4 overall and that's a Romeo team who beat Gross Point South. 
yeah. this year. Um, that, that An Armada team that beat Cross-Lex, it was a little more of a game, but Armada kind of had Cross-Lex at arm length the whole time, and then they body-slam Yale. Now, all of those games have been at home. I, well, I will give that caveat. So I've so, seen the road game at PH where they nearly made the most remarkable comeback <laughs> that I've ever seen in a high school basketball game, and they were a three-point shot away from getting to overtime with the Red Hawks and when that was, they were down and out with a minute to and go. And that was back at the beginning of the year. I think Armada's a much better team now. So their next game's at Croslex Thursday. If Big they, game. If they win that one, it, it all comes down to the 23rd at Yale because they're just not losing to anyone else in the BWAC. Yeah, I would agree with that. Wow, like, we, we don't agree this much. There's something <laughs> wrong here. But, uh, I mean, well, the Yale one's pretty easy. That's just simple math. Yeah. That's just looking at it and being realistic about it. But Armada has been – I've seen them three times, and it's been probably the three most impressive wins. I mean, that Romeo game, they kind of – fumbled away two big leads against Romeo before they finished. Like, they could have won that game by 10, 15 points. Um, you know, it was funny. There was – it was a big game because there were coaches from other programs there that I talked to. And one came up to me at halftime and just kind of went, oh, my God, I was not expecting that. And then another one I talked to um, that night was just like, yeah, after I saw what Armada did to Romeo because they had that film, they go – I knew Armada was capable of this. Yeah. Again, I was at my game, and I think uh, your halftime scorer came in just as I was going to halftime. Mm. And I looked at that and said, "Ah, Typo. uh, It's 23 to 24. Right. 23 to 14. It's not 23 to 4. Nope. 23 to 4. Yale got shut out. And I I think Coach McDivitt does a really nice job with them. I think he has them all in the right spot. Um, And again, everyone that played, I thought, had a good game. Uh, This Armada team has wowed me three times now, and I would like to see them rematch Port here on high because they might be the best girls team in the area. Okay, well, now those are strong words, um, but I I, I really can't. I know they just beat Dakota. I think Armada, if you played a, like a five-game series with PH, it goes five. That that I will go with you on, but boy, I I don't know. I would like it, it, it's a it's a tough call because some of the teams that I thought were going to be really good this year are just okay, right? And some of the teams that I wasn't sure, like you know, I, I thought Armada would be good. I didn't think they'd be this good. No, this is, I mean, in the BWAC, that was as. Okay, so PH just had as an impressive as a win, but we didn't see it. That was the best performance I've seen from any girls team this year. It was funny. Back-to-back games, I saw the most impressive boys' performance and then the most impressive girls' performance in back-to-back games. Okay. All right. Uh, we, we have uh, other games uh, from Monday. This is one that I was at. Uh, and uh, if, you're, if you're in Elmont, go back and count your book. <laughs> you guys had 28. <laughs> 
They gypped you a point. The, the final score that is officially in the books is 38 to 27. But when I added up my book after the game, it was 38 to 28. Not again, it doesn't make a difference and it's not a big deal. But um, MLA City, Elmont. This is an interesting uh, game. Uh, it was 10 7 MLA City with uh, under 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. And Elmont had the ball. And I'm like, all right, a bucket here. And this is a, a good first quarter for both teams even Steven game and the ball got uh, turned over uh, and uh, they made a a three point shot at the buzzer. I'm starting to see more of these now that made it 13, seven Amway city. And it's like at that moment, the game kind of took a turn and Emily city was the better team in the second quarter and Elmont really struggled to score. And they only got four points in the quarter and they're down 22 to 11 at the half. But then they played a really strong second half and it was pretty even Steven the rest of the game. And you get your, your final uh, count of uh, 38 to to 27. But um, you know, Emily city, they still have a Langeman, and she's good. Um, uh, Alexa Langeman had 11 points in this game to lead their team. They had three other players with seven points. Alexa Forty is back. She's got the big brace on her leg, mm. but the way she plays, you don't notice it, so it doesn't bother her. Mm-hmm. Um, she had seven points in the game. I like Addison Cameron in the paint. She had seven points, and Elmont is not small. Right. Uh, Elmont has got some players that they can put down in the post and compete. Um, and she was really good. Um, Bree Hund, like her brother, doesn't shoot a lot. Mm. But when she does, knock down a three. Um, Hannah Kearney came off the bench, knocked down a, a three. Alexis, and I don't know if I'm saying Alexis's name right, wrong, or somewhere in the middle. Bruyere is the way they were saying it on the PA. So that's the way I started saying it. <laughs> Um, yeah, the and, scapegoat if it was wrong. Yeah, and uh, and she had seven points, and she's like the distributor. She's got she brings the ball up the floor. She gets it to who needs to have it, or takes the shot herself. Um, they're very solid, but they don't wow you at the same time. And I think that's why they are where they are, four and four in BWAC play and eight and seven overall. They're a nice team, but they're not that. Emily City team that we we right. we got used to seeing well, for five years. They go seven just, eight deep, and yeah. especially when Mary Langeman was there, they had the superstar that put them over the top. Yeah. Now Elmont, I like Lydia Lacavera. She's a senior. She's a, a real good presence. Knocked down three three pointers. Had eleven points uh, in this game. Ava Panduren, very athletic. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, again, I don't know that I would call anybody on Elmont a basketball player. But they got, like, five athletes. Right. The problem was that last year they had, like, eight athletes and some really good ones, too. Yeah. Uh, So, Pandora had uh, six. Carlson is a fifth-quarter player, but I like her. Like, she's going to be good next year for for them. Um, And and she's got some size in the the post. And uh, Jesse uh, Coates had a good game for them, too, with seven points. And you say her name a lot. She's got the ball a lot for Elmont. So, uh, again, uh, I think with the case of Elmont, there's some positives to work with. Uh, and in the case of uh, MLA City, 
they're not a bad basketball team. They're just not a, a great team anymore. And, right. You know, you're standard and you get used to looking. You, you see those blue jerseys come out on the floor and you're expecting dominance. Right. And you, you're not going to get that, I don't think, with this group. All right. Um, but that's another couple of BWAC teams that you've got to see with your own two eyes. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm glad now because now I have an understanding of why those teams are where they're at in the standings. I think that game played out exactly the way it should have. How about Richmond getting a 43-39 win out at Kersley? Yeah, that, you know, I didn't look to see how good Kersley is, but I saw that score and my immediate take was, wow, they went out to Flint and got a nice win. I mean, I don't think Kersley's great, but we talked about it, I think, last week with Richmond. They're, they're stacking up win totals. They're trying to make that next step in, from being a basement dweller. I mean, Kersley's 4-12 and 12 now, so they're, they're, they're about the same as Richmond, but Get out of the basement. you got to take it one step at a time. And they're going from kind of the automatic win for some teams. To now they're, they're giving teams fights, and they're beating the bad teams, and they're beating teams they should. Yeah. Um, Non-conference games for the, the BWAC teams that played last night. Um, and since we were just talking about them, Elmont at home beat Bad Axe 35-27. to so they bounce back from losing the night before to coming right back and getting a win. Uh, and then these other two games interest me. North Branch beating Carroll is an upset. 35-31 is, is the score. I look, Carroll was 11-3 going into that game. Right. Yeah. So that just goes to show you, if you're going to North Branch, you can't take the night off. No. They will beat you. They've got uh, three or four good players. Ludisher is a legit big uh, Macy Cake can score. She's a slasher, uh, so it, it's not a gimme. Uh, and then the one that really interested me was uh, Kingston ended up beating Croslex forty-eight to forty-one, but Croslex really gave them a game. Yeah, I mean the Croslex was winning this one into the fourth quarter, and that's a game that um, I thought Kingston would roll with. Yeah, so did I. Not, I and that's I mean, nothing against Cross Lex. But Kingston is like quarterfinal good. They're maybe state championship good in D4. Like, they're, they're a team that I think the goal is very realistically be the last team standing in D4. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought uh, th that those were some interesting outcomes uh, last night. All right, the rest of uh, girls' uh, basketball. It's been an interesting two days for Cardinal Mooney. On Monday, <laughs> they beat Detroit Crystal Ray 11-5. to But they didn't finish the first quarter. <laughs> it was by forfeit. They didn't I have the first never, quarter. ever seen an 11-5 to forfeit. Crystal Ray came in with five girls. One got hurt, and they said, we're good. We out. Yeah, you, you can win. play with four, but they decided that's not what we're going to do. Uh, Probably a good decision because uh, playing at uh, regular strength the next night, uh, Mooney uh, jumped all over Bloomfield Hills Frankel last night, forty-nine to twenty-six, and Mooney's Mo won five in a they row. Got a winning record. They're nine and seven. They got nine wins. Who'd have thunk it? Not you. No, I would. You forget they have a girls' team. Oh, okay, not not like that. But all they do is win districts. They I just don't I know win any that. games during the year. <laughs> and now they're winning games during the year. Yeah. 
So uh, that, that, that was nice to see them get back-to-back wins. Dryden beat Memphis 47-17. Mayville beat CPS 52-20. Those were on Monday night. Uh, and then last night, around the uh, thumb, uh, Sandusky, Sandusky. They got 12 from Maggie Keenath, 12 from Grace uh, Giebord. Uh According to Al's uh, email, everybody played. Everybody played well and made a contribution. He was really pleased, and they beat KPAC 52-16. Brown City over Peck, uh, 46 to 21. Ubley beats uh, Bay City All Saints, 36 to 30. And that's all the girls' basketball uh, from the uh, area. Uh, unless you got something you want to add to that? No, you want to go to hockey real quick? Yeah, I'm just going to throw in there a couple hockey games. Monday, St. Clair Shores Unified beat uh, PH eight to nothing was the final in that one. And then last night, Northern beat uh, Lions Cruz Unified. Uh, down at Suburban Ice Arena, 4-1. to one. Uh, Bryson Smith, Tanner Scotcher, Will Albert, and Lucas Birch had the goals. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay. But that's a nice win for Northern. I mean, they <laughs> that's took, a very nice win. They take care of business against uh, a Lons Cruz Unified team, who I think is at least decent. Uh, I, I think they're a little down this year, but the last couple of years, uh, in fact, uh, two years ago, they were very good. They were the team that took Northern out right. in the regional final, so I don't Care. Uh, they are they're about they a 500 you, you want to you want to beat a team that knocked you out of the playoffs in your recent memory because there so, are still kids on that team that played in that game right so they're a 500 team that's actually they were a really good team that was their seventh loss in a row oh wow they were like uh 10 and 5 at one point could be injuries. I, I'm guessing because basically since uh, the Could middle. Could be of, their schedule got tougher too. Since the middle of January, they haven't won a game and they have not been scoring goals. So I'm guessing someone has to be out. Yeah. But that's not Northern's problem. Take care of business. Yeah, you, you got who you got. Go beat them. And they did. And they're 12-9 and nine now. There you go. So there you go. Uh, nothing tonight. There's like not a lot on the schedule. Now there's four boys games. Bad Axe uh, is hosting Harbor Beach. K-Pax hosting Peck. Marlette's hosting Sandusky. And Ubley is hosting Kingston. And there's just one girls game. I know you want to go watch uh, Madison play at New Haven. Yeah, unfortunately, I have other obligations tonight. (laughs) All right. Um, And then what what do we have tomorrow? I think that was... I think I've got hockey tomorrow. You have have hockey. um, Romeo at Northern and Lons Cruz Unified at Marysville. Those uh, flip-flop those games or you'll get a text. (laughs) Okay. So Marysville first and then Northern? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm being told now. And I believe I am at Port Huron High for MAC tournament action. Okay. Round three of Marysville versus PH. Now, the, the score got a little closer the second time It around, was not a nine-point game. But, yeah, the, the play wasn't any better for Mary With, with that one, um, the, I, don't, I like the MAC tournament because it gets us round three of that, and we won't see them in district. So, uh, go ahead, play a third time. Who cares? Yeah. Um, that's where the MAC tournament can be good. Where it's bad is PH and Dakota playing maybe four times or St. Clair and Marysville playing potentially four times. Um, but I, I like this matchup. I think this is a big litmus test for Marysville. Uh, prove you're better. Prove you've improved. And for PH, I know it was like a week ago. Just get that bad loss out of your out of your uh, out of your memory. Yeah, you're, you're not. Uh, I've already let the anchor. Bay I know, game go. but they you're, haven't. You're play- the one that keeps reminding me. But they haven't played since. So I, I just just get a win. Take care of business. But you can't just roll the ball out against this Marysville team. 
They're going to be coming out with a lot more confidence. I believe PH was their last loss. Yeah, that is true. Marysville comes in, what, five or six in a row? Um, hold on. Let me do the check. Um, they come in with on a six-game winning streak, and so their last rolling. loss was January 16th at Port Huron. It will have been almost, I mean, if they win this one, it'll be pushing a month-long winning streak. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's so pretty even, good, considering at one point we were pretty much ready to kind of throw the towel. I need on to them. just go out on every team. I start to get, I start to go out on Marysville, six game win streak. Start to go out on the PH girls, beat Dakota. <laughs> uh, what other team? I guess if I'm selling your team, you know you're getting a big win coming up. Yeah, I haven't bought any stock in a while, but uh, early in the season, everybody I bought stock on has been winning. Yeah, so. Um, all right, I think that's about it. Um, we'll be back Friday, and uh, yeah, I think the other big game Thursdays are made at Croslex. And maybe the draft on Friday. I've got a list of potentials. Yes, you do. I, I have it somewhere, too. We're, we're ready to go. We just, there was more games than we thought would be, so yeah, it more. will be soon. We promise it will happen. Pinky swear. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.